With a country divided, the republic at risk, and morality being redefined, it's time to gather around the campfire, get back to basics, and spark the revival that this country so desperately needs. This is the American Campfire Revival with Kirk Cameron. Again, we are gathering together as the family of faith. I'm looking up at a beautiful sky here and I can see that there's a full moon. And uh, the Bible tells me that the, that the glory of God is put on display through the heavens that he's made. In fact, through the earth and, and all the creatures on the earth. But the heavens declare the glory of God. And we know that no matter what we're facing, our hope comes from the power of God. We look up to the top of the mountains and beyond for our hope and our rescue and our help and our healing. The power of God working through the hearts of people. That's what revival is. And it doesn't just stop at restoring my broken heart. It restores the entire broken world. When we get in covenant with God and we begin to apply his word to everything. Now, one of the subjects that I thought of talking with you about today uh, is a little, a, a little different from history, but yet it ties into history. There's lessons we can learn from history that are going to apply to, uh, to our situations today. You know, flying on an airplane, it seems like uh, the number one priority when you're in the airport and on the airplane is your safety, is my safety. In fact, someone got thrown off the plane today because they weren't being safe. And uh, they had to bring the manager in and they hauled this guy off along with his mother. And they were begging and pleading to be uh, to be spared and left on the plane. But they had caused such a problem that they got off the plane and they weren't being safe uh, for the rest of the customers. And, and, and announcement after announcement is all about safety. It seems like the number one product our government is selling us right now is safety, promising safety, if only we'll do certain things. And so I'd like to talk about this thing of safety. Now, listen, I've got six kids and, and I want all my kids to be safe. I would love if, if I could always be safe and never get hurt. I'd love it if, if nothing bad ever happened to you. We love the idea of safety. But the truth is, and, 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 and correct me if you, if you think that I'm wrong, the truth is safety is an illusion. Safety sounds great. If you could guarantee that to somebody, you could sell it for a million dollars. Who doesn't want to be safe? But safety is an illusion because God dropped us into a world he created. And this world is not safe. For example, the law of gravity is dangerous and you and I can't stop it. I can climb up onto this roof or my child can climb up into a tree. And if they fall out of that tree, the law of gravity will pull them down and it can break their bones and cause blood to spill out of their body. It can damage organs. It could crush my head if I landed on the concrete stepping off of this roof because of the law of gravity. The sun is not safe. If I walk out into the noon day and I stare at the sun that I need, it gives me, it, 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 uh, it's healthy for me to be in the sun. In fact, I need the sun. It, it produces vitamin D. The sun is necessary for plants to grow. Uh, but if I stare at the sun for two or three minutes, a hundred seconds, maybe, I will do permanent damage 
and perhaps go blind. The sun is not safe. The sun can burn me and give me skin cancer if I lay out in it too long. It will kill us. The air that we breathe is not safe. It's filled with pathogens and bacteria and germs and viruses. And we're breathing that right into our body and it can give us pneumonia. It can give us all sorts of of respiratory problems. And in fact, it does and kills tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands of people a year all over the world. Mosquitoes are in the air and they're not safe. They they, um, transmit diseases that are lethal and you could get stung by a mosquito or bit by a mosquito by just being outside. You know that food is not even safe because it could be contaminated. In fact, if you eat too much, you get too heavy and obesity is a leading cause of death and heart disease. We live in a world that is very dangerous and we have to use these things like air and food and water and sunshine and participate in the law of gravity just to live here. And yet it's all dangerous. God never guaranteed you and me safety. Now, there's something even better than safety, which I'm going to talk about in just a moment. But whenever somebody says to you, if you do this, I will promise you safety, your baloney meter should start registering that you're being duped or that I'm being duped because God doesn't even guarantee safety. So nobody else can guarantee safety. Now, if someone comes to you and says, hey, look, you can be safe if you will just uh, take two weeks to stop the spread, you'll be safe. 15 days to um, flatten the curve and you'll be safe. Well, this sounds great. Who doesn't want to be safe? Uh, wear a, a mask and socially distance for six feet and you'll be safe. Wash your hands 10 times a day and you'll be safe. Um, get one dose and then get your second dose and you'll be safe. Well, now get a booster dose and you'll be safe. Well, many are still dying. It's still dangerous out there. Well, now just continue to get an undefined number of doses until the government tells you to stop and you'll be safe. You you see where we're going with this? Safety is so appealing to us that we're willing to give up almost anything for it. And we are. But it's a scam because safety is not built into God's world. It's a dangerous place. If you and I are searching for safety at all costs, what we'll do is we will give up our freedoms. We will give up our freedoms. And it was Benjamin Franklin who said, he who gives up his freedoms for safety deserves neither. Benjamin Franklin said that, but we have very high ranking politicians that are giving us mandates today. In fact, one, I think they're calling, uh, calling him Brandon, uh, said, quote, this is not about freedom. This is about your safety. 
So if safety is not guaranteed, what can we count on? It's something better. Security. In the movie, The Chronicles of Narnia, Mr. Beaver was talking with Susan, and Mr. Beaver was explaining to her about Aslan, the king. And he said, he is a lion. He is the lion, Susan. He is the great lion. And Susan, the little girl, said, ooh, a lion? She said, I thought he was a man, the king. A lion sounds scary. Is he quite safe? I'd be a bit nervous talking to a lion. And Mr. Beaver looked at her and said, safe? Who said anything about safe? But he's good. After all, he's the king. And you see, the analogy there is that God is not safe. He is a consuming fire, the Bible says. He is the lion of the tribe of Judah. His wrath is poured out against the forces of darkness and evil. His, his, his wrath comes in flaming fire, taking vengeance on those who rebel against what is right and what is good. He's not safe to evildoers, but he's good because he is the king of the universe. And because of his kindness and grace, he changes our hearts and he brings us into his family. He adopts us as his sons and daughters. He forgives us. And then he tells us that we are deeply loved. We are fully forgiven. We're totally accepted. And we are made brand new creatures. When we come to him in faith and we stand in the security of his grip of grace. That's what we want, not safety from bad things happening to us. Bad things happen to Jesus. If he wanted to be safe, he'd have stayed home. But there was a job to do in a dangerous world, and he ended up dying. But he was secure in the grip of his father's grace, and he accomplished by his courage and his obedience to God, the salvation of all those who come to him in humility and repentance and in trust. So I propose that when the safety salesmen start pounding you through your phone and over the loudspeakers and knocking on your door and barking at you at the stores, and wherever it is that you may hear their voices. Don't be fooled by the salesman peddling safety, asking you to give your freedom in exchange for it. Understand that God offers you security. And when you come to him by faith, he says, I will let no one pluck you out of my hand. I will never lose you. You are mine. You belong to me. I purchased you and your security with the precious blood of my son. And I will never leave you and I will never forsake you. And I will cause all things to work together for your good. Because you are called according to my purpose and you've answered my call by faith. 
And now God has his, he's holding on to you with his grip of grace and you are secure, even though we live in a dangerous world. The opposite of wisdom is foolishness. It's foolish to think that someone can promise us safety. Not even God promises that. Wisdom says, I can be secure and I can live in a dangerous world when I am given the freedom to gain knowledge and understanding and educate myself about the world, listen to other people and learn from one another, and then give me the freedom to make wise choices regarding my health care, regarding my family, regarding my education, regarding my faith, and regarding my politics. Foolishness is giving up my freedoms in exchange for obeying mandates that promise the impossible. That's when we're being hoodwinked. I hope that you've uh, found this conversation interesting tonight. And I want to put tools in your hands to equip you to make a campfire in your backyard and you spread this fire of liberty and life and freedom as we embrace the mandates of heaven that bring heaven to earth. And I've got this 10-week um, video training series that Dr. Marshall Foster and I made for you, condensing the entire book of the American Covenant down to 10 essential lessons with a leader's guide, uh, a special journal to journal your thoughts and your questions and your experiences together with um, discussion questions so that you can invite friends over for coffee or tea or whatever it is that you want uh, to offer. And then play the video, move out to the campfire, or maybe you've got one of these pocket bonfires that you can light on the patio, uh, keep it outdoors, or a candle in the living room or your fireplace and start the discussion. And let's have there be thousands of campfires across the nation, setting brush fires of freedom and liberty in the hearts and minds of our family and friends. That's my hope and my prayer. Check it all out at AmericanCampfireRevival.com. All right, you guys. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the American Campfire Revival Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. If you'd like to learn more and join the movement, visit KirkCameron.com.